0: Hi and a very warm welcome to episode 8 of Speaking Naturally. I'm Edwin Ma. One of our listeners by the name of Xu Jiang has contacted me from Shanghai to ask for advice on how to reduce the sound of his Chinese accent when using English. He knows that I worked in China for 15 years giving voice training to on-air staff in the English Services of China Radio International known as CRI, China Central Television, that's CCTV, and the Xinhua News Agency's English TV channel, CNC World. Many of the Chinese staff I've trained have strong English accents, but others are so good, you might not know that English wasn't their mother tongue. Well, I became very familiar with speaking patterns of Chinese broadcast journalists speaking English and how they challenge themselves to improve. I mentioned early on in the podcast series, accents should not be a barrier to clear natural speech, no matter which language you use. But as these podcasts are in English, we're talking mainly about using English to enhance our oral communication, while respectfully acknowledging it may not be your mother tongue. One thing is certain accents are very subjective what someone thinks is appealing another will describe as grating or irritating for many people from different countries and backgrounds after moving to a mainly english speaking country they can find that their accent is a barrier to being understood easily by native speakers Whether in school, university, or out in the workforce, the challenge to achieve clear natural speech is certainly an option as distinct from a compulsion. Personally, someone's accent doesn't worry me as long as I can understand and communicate with them. I do hear some accents which are preferred by my own ear, but as I say, my likes or dislikes may be quite different from what appeals to you. Growing up in New Zealand, I didn't realise a strong New Zealand accent could be a problem until I moved to Australia and started to work there at a newspaper in a regional town in the state of New South Wales. One day I asked a colleague if I could borrow his pen. He had more than one on his desk, but he didn't offer either, saying he didn't have any. Puzzled by his reply, I pointed to the pens, and he laughed. Oh, I thought you said you wanted to borrow a pin." Well, New Zealanders have a tendency to use shorter vowel sounds, and that incident brought my attention to the difference compared with the Australian speech patterns where vowel sounds are broader. As a young journalist, I had hopes of becoming a radio announcer, and so I strive to open or stretch my vowels more in tune with the Australian way of speaking. Like many neighbouring countries, people sometimes joke about how their neighbours speak. It's been true of Australians and New Zealanders, often sparked by their rivalry on the football and other sporting field. Aussies would joke that their Kiwi cousins sounded like they were saying sucks instead of six, and when they wanted an order of fish and chips, it sounded more like fush and chups. Well, the Kiwis, on the other hand, countered the ridicule by saying Aussies called their biggest city, Sydney, Sydney. And on it would go. Well, these days, New Zealanders speak more like Australians. And some even say there is the reverse effect, where you can't distinguish between the two. But of course, the extremes of open and closed vowels can still be heard in various parts of the countries. For me, I find it a compliment when someone tries to guess the origins of my own accent to find out where I'm from. Well, they're not always sure. You're not British, they say, and definitely not American, but it sounds more British than American. They then think I must be from Australia, although adding they really don't think my accent is Australian either. So they settled for me having a neutral accent, which is what I like, proving I have lost the short vowel sounds from my upbringing in New Zealand. Training Chinese broadcasters using English, one key element emerged. When the vowel sounds A-E-I-O-U are clearly mastered, a key barrier has been crossed. So let's get straight into this. Check yourself after me and let's go through them together. I'll pause after each vowel so you can repeat. A E I O U Those vowel sounds work their way through the English language either on their own or in combination with others but they are the building blocks to getting not just the sounds, but the muscles of the mouth and face working in the direction of producing the basic sounds clearly in spoken English. This time, say them with those muscles really moving for a full facial workout. Let's do it, opening the mouth wide and moving the eyes as well. Check yourself in the mirror and try not to be too self-conscious. This will give you and your accent reduction efforts a real boost. Come on, here we go. A big A, E, I, O, U. Keep practicing this routine because you'll eventually have those sounds under your belt or under your hat and uh, you'll know how to say them clearly. With all the effort that goes into moving those facial muscles as well. Try now uh, a series of short words to expand your more neutral accent. For example, choose a combination of words with the A sound. Follow me. Bay. Day. Gay. Hey. Lay, may, pay, ray, say, way. You can use any words that come to mind, getting yourself to recognise the standard sounds of everyday English. This time, let's build on e. Beast, east. Feast, least. You can also place the vowel at the start of words like easy, easily, equal, each. Now to I. For example, my, fly, sigh, lie, tie try why apply now to o and you'll find plenty here flow go low mo no so throw blow the final vowel is u And you can use that sound in a variety of words. Just a couple of examples here. I can think of fume, the month of June. You want to sing a tune. And unify is another word with that sound. There are varieties of words to locate the vowel sounds that uh, I would like you to be able to say clearly and confidently. And as you search online and elsewhere, you'll not only be speaking naturally, but increasing your vocabulary at the same time. I want to emphasize again that accent reduction is a choice because as I mentioned, accents are not necessarily a barrier to clear natural speech. In many cases, accents can give you an advantage depending on your communication environment. For example, maybe you have a French-speaking background. Well, you could always listen to the French president, Emmanuel Macron, speaking in English. The trace of a French accent gives his delivery a distinctive sound which is really quite delightful. I recently watched an interview on the BBC's Hard Talk programme with Greece's former finance minister, Yanis Varoufakis, and found his English delivery, tinged with his Greek accent, most appealing and easy to understand. Unlike President Macron, he has more range of depth in his voice, and if you listen to episode three, Tuning Your Voice, you can follow the steps to try to expand yours. By the way, I have included a link to the Hard Talk interview with Mr. Varoufakis in the podcast description of this episode. You can judge his English speaking ability for yourself and do notice the resonance, the warm sound of his voice. In reality, Everyone has an accent, no matter which language community we're from and where we live. Don't worry, by following me and my suggestions, you won't automatically end up with an Australian or New Zealand accent. Things could be worse. You might even want to copy or maybe avoid the Donald Trump style of delivery. There's a thought. And here's another tip. As well as improving the clarity of the vowel sounds, start reading aloud. Anything will do. This next step is important. Underline the key words of the text, either printed or online. Without getting into the rules and terms of grammar, any word other than the joining words like a, the, but, to and with, for example, are going to give the most meaning. Names are key words, so are people, places, times, numbers, anything other than those which join the sentences. Read slowly at first, making sure the sounds are natural and clear, bringing them to the front of your mouth. Don't swallow your words down your throat. If you do, you might end up with vocal indigestion, and so might your listeners. Well, there'll be more on this topic in a future episode, but let me know how you go. My email address is in the general podcast description. And do check out the former Greek finance minister's interview on BBC's Hard Talk. Remember, you'll find that link in the description of this episode. I don't know whether you've ever heard the 1940s pop song Accentuate the Positive, Eliminate the Negative. Well, you can adapt that title to accentuate the positive in your accent and eliminate the negative aspects. That's it. Thanks for being here. I'm Edwin Ma and keep practicing the techniques in previous episodes, especially breathing for speech and tuning your voice. Those two episodes outline and revise a very important part of the process of speaking naturally. So until next time, keep well, bye for now.